Okay, welcome to the first edition of Real Talk. I'm delighted to have you guys here with me. Thank you. You're We're welcome. delighted to be yeah, here. Honored. I appreciate you guys popping in. So, um, how's your weekend been? How was your weekend in this crazy market? Let's talk about that first, because everything is so different week by week. Yeah, I think you know our weekends have been different week by week for sure. Uh, this weekend in particular, business-wise, we had clients from out of town, um, from California to be specific, mm-hmm. and I showed them 10 properties um, this weekend, and they found one that they're really, really interested in. This will be my fourth time having them come up, and this is the first property that they're actually interested in. Um, what I do find interesting, though, is the feedback that I'm getting from listing agents, you know, things are kind of picking up. And so we're seeing a little bit of competition again, which is interesting for these specific buyers as well, because they were kind of looking through the winter. And so it's going to be a change of pace in general for them. Okay. Cause that's interesting. Cause obviously we all know the winter market, not much inventory going on. Yeah. So what were they doing the first three trips up here? Was it just scouting trips or... Yeah. Getting to know the area okay. and definitely, you know, they were deciding which side of the river they wanted to be on, Portland or Vancouver. Um, and then we were really narrowing down neighborhoods. It was, they, they, were, they were so good about fact-finding and kind of exploring on their own, which everyone here knows that it can be really hit and miss. And when with people who are kind of like self-starters or, you know, willing to find more about the area by themselves. And so they're great in that aspect, but they've spent a lot of time doing that, which is yeah. awesome, but... Oh, it's always helpful on our end when a client does some of the legwork too. Because, I mean, we are professionals and we are here to do a job. But mm-hmm. at the same time, the only person who really, truly, 100% knows exactly what they're looking for is the client. We can help them and push them in a certain direction and say, we found this, we think it meets your criteria. But uh, we all know that it's always helpful when there's a client who's engaged, yeah. not just waiting for us to send them yeah. homes. Yeah. 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 It's always nice to work together, right? Yeah. If you can create a symbiotic ro- Easy for me to say. <laughs> <laughs> if you can create a relationship where you guys are both working together to find the, the common goal, right? Whereas they're not just like putting everything on you or mm-hmm. you're not putting everything on them, right? We wouldn't do that. But yeah. Um, it helps a lot to have them. Yeah. Always helpful. Yeah. So how have you felt the market shifting over the past six to eight months? How have you guys felt it? What have you seen opportunities-wise and differences that you've noted? Yeah. I mean... It's been a little bit of a roller coaster. I'll, I'll let you take it, Houston. Yeah, I think uh, every week's different. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, 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 you feel it, too. Yeah. You have to. I've said the same uh, thing to everybody is every week is different. No two weeks are the same. Right. Oh, that since yeah. January. Uh, yeah. Every, oh, easily, every couple yeah. of days, you're, you're, you're feeling like, you know, you're back in 2021 at some point, And then you're back in, you know, before that. And then it's just uh, it's just an interesting deal going yeah. going one week where – Nobody's looking at houses. There's no new inventory coming on, and then the next week there's stuff popping up, and mm-hmm. everybody's going there, and there's multiple offers, and mm-hmm. um, so it's you just got to keep your finger on the pulse. Yeah, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, obviously we met through the merger yeah. last summer. Mm-hmm. Um, we came from the Hassan side. You came from the Cascade Sotheby side. Yeah. Tell me about your guys' journey in real estate. Um, obviously, being a married couple with a kid. Yeah. Um, did you start together? Were you doing something different and decided to go into this together? Or, or how did it all come about? So Houston and I, do you want to tell? Or uh, <laughs> I'll fill in where you met. Yeah, so. we, um, I think we kind of have a unique story. We um, met. I had. I helped open the Cascade Sotheby's office in the Portland metro area okay. um, in 2015 and um, helped open our Portland, Vancouver, Lake Oswego office just as on a, from an admin kind of standpoint. And then Houston and I met not too long after that, um, and we um, had a baby within a year of knowing each other. <laughs> <laughs> and so... You I kn- thought the market moved quickly. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, so we were kind of, you know... Houston had always had an interest in real estate and was leaning towards that anyway. And we were at a point in our lives where we were, you know, we're about to go through this huge change. And we really were thoughtful about 
where we see ourselves and, you know, what our future held. And we didn't really have much time to decide. So I don't know if thoughtful is the right word. but <laughs> Yeah, but you have to you have to think about what uh, a lifestyle is like with a child. Right? Yeah. And um, before being in real estate, you know, I worked on a car lot. Yeah. And, I, you know, I worked in other spots as well I worked with hunting stuff and I worked in different industries but um, I worked at a car lot and that's you know 80 hours a week if you're not working a lot yeah and um, I wasn't able to to be there with her during the pregnancy for a lot of it because I was working all the time and I was finishing up some school and and so uh, really had to be thoughtful about what our life looked like with a child and um you know, I was lucky enough to have a, a great, a great parents. I had great parents, and they, they were always around. And I just wanted to be that with my kids. So, mm-hmm. um, real estate was kind of my uh, tool to make sure that I could do that and and make a little bit of a schedule where I can see them and be at their games. And yeah. Be their coach. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, yeah. you know, my daughter's turning six in a couple of days. Yeah. But um, I've been able to be her soccer coach. Which football for you? Right? <laughs> uh, Glad you corrected me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and t-ball, I was able to be your t-ball coach, and and you know those are times that you just don't get back. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's, I mean it's such a great feeling to do that. So. Yeah, back I mean back to the original question, we you know we kind of just made the decision to jump in with both feet, mm-hmm. um, and we we did have. Um, my aunt was a licensed real estate agent, so we kind of um, jumped in with her and then um, slowly just kind of branched out on our own. Houston was licensed before I was uh, working full-time as a, an agent before I was. Uh, <laughs> um, but, you know, at the beginning, we we really hustled. I mean, it's you don't just take off in real estate yeah. and... We, um, I worked for a builder as well for a while doing marketing and, and, um, you know, had some health benefits and that type of thing when we had our baby. Um, and so that was nice. And then we just started getting so busy and we, we thought we're just going to do this and make it our life. And we really have, we've been fortunate. That's, that's great to hear. It's also good to hear, um, as well, jumping in with both feet. I think we've seen such a change in the market in the last couple of years that we've noticed a lot of people think they can make some easy money doing yeah. this and they can make easy and a lot of money yeah. doing this. And now the market's changed. We're seeing the numbers of agents drop out. I think people realizing it takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a long, hard slog. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like people are starting again in a sense here because we had a period of almost two years where clients were coming to us, leads were coming to us, yeah. and all of a sudden you have to go not rebuild your business, but you have to go out and kind of feels like starting again. Totally. I don't know if you guys feel that at the moment, but you gotta reinvest, right? Yeah. yeah. You gotta reinvest and, and make sure you're you're making the the moves to be um, present in the in the business, right? And not and the the last couple of years have I think trained some agents and I don't know if uh, they got in at that time or, or whatever uh, to be a little bit uh, lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Relaxed. I know that I've fallen into that slump a couple of times, right? Yeah. You know, where I'm not maybe uh, checking in with everybody all the time because yeah. they're going to come to me. Yeah. Um, that's not the case, and you shouldn't do that when the times <laughs> are good. Either, but um, you know, getting back to the basics and 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 working hard. Yeah. That's kind of what doubling down on the business right now is yeah. is key. Definitely. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. What did you guys want to do before you did this? Did you see yourself? Because you said you worked in, uh, I'm curious about this. You said you worked in some different industries. Did you want to do something completely different? Because I did. And then I ended up finding this and thinking, oh, I love this. What did you want to do? I mean, are we talking back home or are we talking since I moved here? Both. Both, yeah. Back home, I just just wanted to play football. Yeah. That was was awesome. And then uh, I moved here for university when I was 22. Um, and I thought maybe I'll be a football agent or something like that or cool. something to do with sports yeah. in there. And right when I graduated, I thought, I don't know, real estate is interesting. Mm-hmm. I like real estate. I can talk to anyone. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I went with a builder. Yeah. That was my start. Yeah. I went with a builder. <laughs> yeah. And it was a great experience, a great learning curve. But six months in, I realized the, the potential for growth. 
just wasn't really there. Yeah. And uh, that's actually, I met Lee in October 2018. Wow. My boss at the time said, you should meet the other English guy I know who works in real estate. I met Lee, and five minutes in, I realized he's almost the same as me, just a little bit older with kids. Yeah. And uh, two months later, I left and went to work with him. That's yeah, amazing. That's how the rest is history. But I feel like a lot of people find themselves in this industry. They find themselves mm. one way or another, different paths, but they end up here rather than always knowing they want to do it. Yeah. So I'm curious what you guys wanted to do. Yeah. I. So my mother has worked in escrow for as long as I can remember. Um, and my dad was an entrepreneur. And so, um, you know, I, I knew the struggles of being self-employed. <laughs> this business is in your blood. Yeah. Yeah. But um, the – so my mom worked in title and escrow, and I, I really – you know, when you're young, you don't really pay attention to what your parents are doing. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know all that much about it or I didn't pay attention to. And then as I got older, you know, I had family members that would got gotten a title and escrow. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do the same thing that everyone else is doing. Um, I was a bit of a free spirit. (laughs) And um, uh, I had, um, you know, I worked in hospitality. I worked in restaurants. And, you know, in my early 20s, I was just, you know, doing what everyone's doing in their early 20s. And, um, living and just yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I just kind of had a conversation with my mom one day and she was like, you're going to need to get an adult job. Like <laughs> you, you're going to have to kind of figure it out. Um, oh, you know, we, we love that. Conversation, I know. Though, and yeah. like, you know, she's like, you're having fun. You're doing great. But uh, it's time. And her friend um, who had been in the business for a long time as an agent was actually the principal broker to the Vancouver Sotheby's office. Oh, and so okay. that's how I got introduced when they were opening it um, or when they had, you know, just started the contract to, for the building and we're going to open in Portland. And so she's like, I want you to talk to him and um, if you want to, you know. And I did and I got the job and the rest was kind of history. <laughs> um, you know, I found myself uh, in a place where I thought I would never be or I never really desired to be. Um, but then, you know, I also had my aunt who was successful in it and I, so I could see a lot of the positives there. And so... I didn't really have a plan of what I wanted to do ever. (laughs) Never until you found it. I mean, I wanted to be an actress and a supermodel. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, if anyone has good experience for this, you guys have a daughter, so gold is coming. You guys got gold is coming. And uh, I, you know, I was pretty lost as a kid, right? I didn't know exactly where I wanted to be. I, uh, um, went to college for, you know, a semester out of after high school and was like, I need I need real experience, right? So I ended up actually um, working with a hunting guide company. I, I was in the in a cabin in the woods mm-hmm. with two other guys and we would pack people in on horseback and um, I lied to him and told him I could ride horses. <laughs> and, uh, I, yeah, I learned how to ride horses uh, just by being thrown on them, right? And uh, so we were breaking horses or, or, you know, getting them rideable. And then... Mate, that is not an easy thing to learn <laughs> to ride horses you know, chucked on a horse. Yeah, I, um, you know, I, I have a... Um, I just sometimes talk myself into things <laughs> and then um, and you'd been around horses yeah a i've been bit. around them growing up a little yeah. bit but I, I i went for it and and i it was a great learning um honestly i it was a uh, wonderful experience just being in the woods and and learning a different totally different lifestyle right um something that i wasn't used to um it 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 puts uh it makes you you know, understand hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, and being able to do that was just fun. Um, however, um, you know, hunting guide stuff or, or packing people in, uh, that's seasonal work, yeah. right? That's a, you don't hunt all year round. Um, and I'm not a good enough fisherman <laughs> to take people out fishing, uh, and make money that way. So I, uh, I actually went back to Denver <coughs> and, uh, tried to go back to school for a little bit and, and got a job as a lot boy 
at a car dealership, um, which Lot Boy is just long for gopher. <laughs> you, go for, you go for lunch, go, yeah. for, go for cars, go clean something. You know, it's uh, that was my job, and uh, just they told me I talk too much. <laughs> so so my, my boss told me I talk too much. Talk too much. Okay. And uh, <laughs> you can either not work here anymore, or you can be a salesman on the car lot. And uh, 19 years old, 18, 19 years old, I uh, was a car salesman, and that's where I learned uh, negotiations and stuff like that. Now, I don't know if I <laughs> learned the best skills at a car lot, right? <laughs> so I, you know, I've kind of had to work some of those out and figure it out from there. But sure, I mean, I mean, there are so many different uh, skills and attributes that you need to have in this industry. I, I feel like everybody has to have some form of life experience from a different couple of different avenues definitely before they go into this otherwise it's just going to be manic well, and it's, yeah. it's very steep learning curve yeah at that the, point too the biggest thing from car lot was is being able to talk some to somebody in 30 seconds yeah and um you know being able to be trustworthy and 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 doing what you say and doing it well right that's sales yep. yeah do what you say and do it well um, so that's what I learned there, and that's the only takeaway that I really have. <laughs> uh, get yeah. out of there. At least there's one takeaway. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Than yeah, that's, that's good. Sure. <laughs> so you've both gone through that journey. You've ended up together, and mm-hmm. you've ended up running a team together and, and a big partnership. Yeah. How does that work? Tell, tell me all about how... We this can't work. tell you all our secrets, Harvey. No. <laughs> yeah, you got to tell us your secrets, too. Um, <laughs> secret swapping. Okay, um, how so? You know, we, we, like our dynamic? What's or your dynamic like? Because you, uh, you mentioned before this that you, you had a coaching session today. Mm-hmm. Lots of people in this industry do coaching, whether they do it every week or once every now and then or just want to learn something new for something specific. But my dynamic is very different to you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, my dynamic of running a team, but with someone who has a family, mm-hmm. you guys are the family. Yeah. You are the family. Your whole life is business and personal life merged together. Yeah. Uh, how does that work? It, it works pretty, you know, we've, we're lucky our, with our personalities and I hate to be this way, but it's just, it's worked pretty seamlessly. Um, how, you know, it is different. Um, and I think the past couple years, we've been kind of running on fumes because of just the nature of the market. Um, and so, you know, we really, and our, our kind of philosophy has always been we're, when we're with clients, we're going to go with who has the better connection. You know, it's not like, of course, we're both there on, from a team standpoint, but as far as the dynamic, like who's working with buyers and who's working with sellers, or we're both there, but who, who's communicating with them, who communicates with the specific client the best. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the agent. Yeah, and, and the with. agent that we're working with. And that's worked really well for us. Um, you know, and, and we're always... Our clients always know both of us, but typically there's one of us that's kind of taking the lead. Taking the lead. Yeah. 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 And, um, you know, we don't have childcare. Um, we just started childcare again with a, with a family member for our son and then our daughter's in kindergarten. So um, a lot of times it's like, okay, you are going to go take care of clients we're, and I'm going to stay with the kids. And we're pretty – we switch off. Or or which client? Uh, yeah, which yeah. Which client doesn't mind if our kids are at the show? Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. And, and that's part of um, our our business is our children. Yeah. Right. They're 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 part of the pedigree. group. Yeah. So. And of uh, course, there's a time and a place when you know, they're it's not professional for them to be there or not absolutely. appropriate. Yeah, <laughs> but absolutely. But uh, you know, if if uh, the client's uh, okay with it. Yeah. Then I love bringing my daughter to a showing because. Mm-hmm. She's like a little realtor. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say? Do you think either of them were, or would you like them to grow into this? Or I want them to do whatever they are passionate about and what sure. they're excited about. Yeah. Um, yeah, of course, our goal, you know, with our business is to build a, a legacy and something that we can be proud to pass down to them and, you know, something that's sustainable for them. I would love that. Yeah. But... Um, <laughs> I don't think either of us ever want to like 
put them in a box or force them into something. Yeah, I think they'll they'll probably go their own route and yeah. they, they come back. Yeah. <laughs> Just like we did. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you thought you were going to be a footballer, right? Like, same deal, right? Yeah. And, and um, I, I don't want to put that pressure on them. Yeah. But she knows what kind of houses are cute. And yeah, it's fun. It, she'll, you know, we'll be driving down the road and she'll say, oh, did you see that house, Dad? That's cute, <laughs> right? Like, uh, so it, it's it's funny, right, yeah. to have a little six-year-old or five-year-old say that to you. Yeah. So, so I was going to ask you who's the boss, but it kind of sounds like your kid's the boss. <laughs> Pretty much. Boss, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, as far as business goes, I don't know. You, it depends. It we depends. Have, yeah. You know, we have different strong uh, strengths, right? Yeah. Like, um, so when it's something that she's strong at, you know, take it. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm here to support. Um, and, you know, I think she does the same thing yeah. with me. So. I think that's actually something that I've learned a lot in the last year and a half is learning to be okay with things I'm not good at yeah. and giving that up. Yeah. Uh, because we're, we're very similar in a lot of ways, all of us who do this job. Mm-hmm. We have to know what's going on with everything all the time because otherwise we miss something and something slips through the cracks and we, we have to be aware. But mm-hmm. giving, giving up the the control of something you're not very good at so someone can do it better. Yeah. That's hard to do. Oh, yeah. it is. It is. And it's like, you know, I will say, and I think this is true to any situation, it's like, you know, we, we come across so many tough scenarios in real estate. <laughs> um, and, and that's part of the reason that we love it and it keeps us hooked, right? It's exciting. Exciting. <laughs> it's never the same. Yeah, today. yeah. But, you know, there's moments where it's like you're, you're like, ooh, like, this is this is what I would have done, or and part of this whole process and working with someone, no matter who it is, it's like letting go and be like, okay, no, they've got it. They, I just need to trust what they're doing is is the right thing and it's going to be okay. Yeah, and it's nice to be able to bounce your ideas definitely off of somebody else too. You know, not being a solo agent. Yeah, I have somebody that I can call and at all times and what do yeah. you think? What do you think of this? Yeah, you know, before we go, do it. If I tell you you're stupid for thinking that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's moments. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Oh, there's always moments. Yeah, there's always moments. <laughs> what are you thinking? Yeah. Yeah. What are you thinking about? Yeah. That's nonsense. Yeah. Um, so, like we said, the market's been ever-changing, mm-hmm. and it seems to be different every week. And you know, last summer to autumn to winter to spring, it's changing all the time. What have you guys done since last year? Have you implemented anything different? business strategies, anything that you've you've changed an approach on or implemented to say, we feel like this is going to be beneficial for us? Surprisingly, yes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> quite, a, quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think the biggest thing that we're doing, though, is, is kind of doubling down on learning mm-hmm. and... Going uh, back to the basics. Getting back to hard work again. Yeah. Right? I, I think that's like we were talking about earlier. Um, just getting back to it and um, not being lazy. Yeah, and building a foundation. We have a time to we're having time to kind of step back and and look at our business and you know realize like what we're missing. And that's a big reason of why we hired a coach. Big part of why we hired a coach. So we don't really get, we don't we're not like stuck in third gear trying to figure out how to to improve or how to move forward. Um, and We've also, you know, hired a, a marketing specialist that we've never and we've never done that before. Um, but we we're finally, you know, looking back and being like, wh- what can we do to just focus on our business and build a strong foundation while the market's changing? And you know, we're kind of entering this new territory. And, and how can we buy some time back? Yeah, for, for yeah, us, <laughs> right? for us, so we don't have to do everything. Yeah. I've, I think everybody has learned so many lessons from the last couple of years. Totally. Because our workload is dependent on the market. We're as busy as the market is Mm -hmm. at that point. Um, But I don't, I know how difficult it is for me to balance work and personal time sometimes, let alone having a family with kids. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, how do you guys, how do you do that? Do you set boundaries? Do you have, you know, explicit boundaries that you talk about and and do that? Or is it kind of week by week and... We're pretty bad at it. No. <laughs> <laughs> we're lear- we're trying that again. That's kind of going back to why we're doing all the stuff we're doing now. Yeah. Um, we we have a hard time finding balance and like shutting off, especially since we're both in it. 
uh, I think Houston and I could probably talk about real estate all day, every day, but that's... We, we do. And we, we do. do. We do. We do, but I don't, I don't want that to be our entire life yeah. <laughs> or our entire relationship, yeah. you know? Um, and so our kids have been... I think kids are resilient in, in general, and our, our kids are really flexible, and, um, you know, they are just okay with coming with us or knowing that, you know, on a Saturday, we it, it may not look like other families where we're, you know, having the day off, mom and dad have to go to work, mom and dad have to go to work in the evening sometimes, um, and, but I do think it's so important to... Uh, set that example for your children that it's okay to work hard and, and it's okay to not do something that everyone else is doing. Um, at least I hope, I mean, I'm probably totally screwing them up, but, <laughs> uh, it's part of our job. Yeah. 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 Uh, but ba- balance wise, we just find the moments when we can to do things with our family and do things that we love. And we get more, t- we get more time than a lot of, businesses right it's not like i have to drive over the bridge every day and yeah. be in yeah. traffic from you know before eight o'clock in the morning and mm-hmm. then don't get home until eight o'clock at night right so um with this job it's you know you're able to schedule your your showings around mm-hmm. your kids games or mm-hmm. you know family activities so uh, we have a lot of flexibility which ever thought about being licensed on the other side of the river too <laughs> I, don't I, know. I get asked that every week. Someone yeah, asks we me do. every week. We, yeah. we get asked that yeah. a lot too. Um, and that's you know, we we think about it. We've thought about it. I know I've definitely like I've thought about it mm-hmm. pretty pretty hard. Um, I don't know. You know, it, I love Vancouver. I love Southwest Washington. Um, the all the all the things that you can do in Portland, you can do them over here. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's less traffic. Right? <laughs> so, um, I tell clients that so often, you're surprised at how much less traffic there is. I don't know what happens, but the rush hour traffic coming northbound, as soon as you get over the bridge, it's like these cars just vanish. It's so yeah. weird. It's so strange yeah. how they just disappear. Yeah. I think there's one little area, Padden Parkway 205 up there, that mm-hmm. it blocks up a little yeah. bit. But and it's not that bad. It's not bad at all. Get in the it's left lane and yeah. go around it. Like yeah. Two, three minutes. <laughs> yeah. Nothing else. Yeah. I don't understand it at all. But, yeah, I wouldn't be licensed yeah. in two places. I love where, where I work. I love where yeah. I work. Yeah. Yeah. I think the one thing that, you know, it's kind of like, oh, well, that's interesting is you know how this is when you're working with someone and they just really trust you and they really love you. And then they're like, well, we want to look on the other side of the river are you licensed over there and you have to tell them no and we've ex- people get let down <laughs> it's like yeah. and that's tough and but you know we have great connections over there um and it usually works out but it is hard to say no to people sometimes with that I, i'm totally with you there what i find interesting about this area is um for it's not a huge place no but the market feels bigger than the actual area that's, that's kind of what I've always felt. I was up in Real Logics about a month ago. Mm-hmm. A lot of people up in the Seattle area kind of think that Vancouver is just part of Portland. I know, yeah. Like, yes, it's Portland Metro, but it's a totally different market too. And there's a good group of agents here. There's a lot of agents that work in just in this area, like us. Yeah. So it's been, um, it's an interesting place to live. I, I've lived here for four and a half years, and I've loved every minute of it. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't be moving anywhere. Yeah. But I'm English, I like the rain. Yeah. So <laughs> kind of suits, suits me well. Yeah. But that's that's good. I think um, one of my big questions for you guys is, what do you love about being here so much? Like when you talk to those clients, like those clients coming from California, mm-hmm. what are you telling them about this area that you love so much? Well, I mean, first of all, taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, coming from it's California, the that's easy. Um, I mean, you know, Southwest Washington um, is so nice because you you have the ability to get to the coast in, you know, an hour and Mm -hmm. a half. You have the ability to get to Mount Hood, Mount St. Helens. I mean, there's so much, there's so many lakes around here you can fish or swim in. Well, people can. You can't, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I, hey, I can catch a fish. I can't get you to catch a fish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, there's so many outdoor activities. Plus, mm-hmm. you know, um, the, the difference now in, in Vancouver from even when I moved here not, not that long ago um, with how many amenities and, and, and just the businesses that are coming up here, it's, we, we have everything, you know. What more do you need? Um, I mean, yeah. I know Brandy's got four generations of love for Southwest Washington. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, I grew up in Ridgefield. I was uh, fourth generation uh, born and raised there. Okay. So I um, we we live in Philida now, which is a little further south. But um, you know, growing up in Southwest Washington, you you don't really. I I, I always tell people like we've been discovered. Like our secrets out um, because you know. I, you say you love the rain. Um, I'm used to the rain. I don't know if I love it, but I'm used to it. <laughs> and, um, you know, typically come come February, you get that feeling like, am I ever going to see the sun again? And then you have a really nice day in March, and then all of a sudden June comes around, July, mainly August and September. You're like, there's nowhere better to live in the world. This is the most beautiful place on earth. It is beautiful it's clean it's, there's fresh air you're close to the river you're close to the ocean the mountains hiking outdoor lifestyle now you've got all this kind of you know food scene coming up and happening and I always tell people from out of town that uh, Vancouver is like a small town within a city there's a real sense of community and I think even as we grow you can still feel that uh if you ever go to the Saturday market down at Esther Short Park, it's brilliant. It is awesome. The vendors, I, I mean, everything about it. It's clean. Um, I, I think it's hard to find cities like that. And not that we're a huge city, but we're, we're an incorporated city. It's <laughs> a good uh, way to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I always say to people that um, I'm from such a small place yeah. that I never wanted to live somewhere New York, mm-hmm. LA, mm-hmm. Seattle, just big, big cities. Mm-hmm. But when I moved to Portland, I was like, yeah, this, this city is great. But then when I moved to Vancouver, I was like, oh, no, this is better. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm living city life without living city life all the time. And like you said, the amenities that have come here in the last four or five years, mm-hmm. it's been incredible. And, it's, and there's so much more to come. Hey, we're, not, we're not lacking. Not no. Lacking. We're not lacking. I mean, you get some space to roam. Yeah. But you have everything else. Yeah. You know? And if you really need to go to Portland, it's just over the bridge. Yeah. You know? <laughs> need to buy a new computer and just go get it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> go, go over there. <laughs> well, Portland is a really cool city. Um, you know, it's going through some hard times right now. But uh, in, in its core, it is such a cool, cool place. And it's alternative. It's cool. It's funky. And, you know, we can't forget that. I think there's something really cool about, I think, you know, Vancouver's kind of treated like the stepchild, and I'm good with that. I, <laughs> I kind of like it that way. And so it's cool to be, you know, have that affiliation with a place that's already awesome. Um, and I think it'll hopefully one day get back to, you know, being what it once was or better. Yeah, sure. Well, what are you looking forward to most this year? What, what are you looking at? Maybe business, maybe personal stuff, but is there anything you're looking forward to this year that jumps out? Honestly, I, I'm really looking forward to the real estate side of things. I think I'm excited to be back in a market where you don't feel like your clients are going to be, you know, fighting. And we still see that on certain properties. I, I saw it yesterday. Yeah, so. exactly. We're still, but we're still, we're we're kind of going back to a market where it feels good again and it's exciting. I really love working with first time home buyers. I always will. There's something about, you know, home ownership and the American dream and I think those values still really exist and there's just working with a first time home buyer and this, the, when they get keys, there's nothing better than that. Um and getting back to the basics a little bit and just looking at our business and I I'm excited to see how how we change and how we grow with with how the market changes. Anything different? I, I second that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about, um, like our, our little group here that, you know, the pedic group here yeah. with our family and, and, um, you know, 
we're again we're digging deep and we're diving into you know learning about um, you know uh, the business side of things as well as like making sure our family's happy and, and yeah having fun and um, being able to take the kids to the park whenever that you know whenever we want to and, and do that stuff so I'm, I'm excited about you know this lifestyle that we've we've been building and, mm-hmm. and continuing to make it better good glad to hear it uh so i've started this uh segment called story time and (laughs) as we all know there are no two days the same and uh what i want to know from you guys is some of your favorite stories some of those things that you know if someone sat you down before you started this job and said this is going to happen you would turn around and say absolutely not that's ridiculous (laughs) but it happens every week and we expect the unexpected all the time. Yeah. Tell me some of those stories. Because I have loads. Oh, my want, gosh. I want to hear yours. I know. I'm trying to think. You know, I, I have one. The first one that comes to mind is, is uh, I uh, we had a client un, under contract. We were doing the inspection period. And, and uh, <laughs> I, you know. She knew when you got to inspect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you were, she wasn't there for this. No. You know, luckily. But, uh, <laughs> You know, and um, so my, my client and I were sitting on the couch just talking, right? It was our time to be in the house and see how she wanted to make it for herself. And and the couch that we were sitting on was right next to the front door. And um, the inspector was in the crawl space doing his thing. And all of a sudden, um, I hear my inspector's voice just, you know, my back was to the front door. And I was talking to my client, and um, I hear the inspector's voice. And he said something along the lines of, uh, did anybody lose a cat? <laughs> and so it startled me, and I, I turned over my right shoulder, and there was a mummified <laughs> cat that my inspector had in my face there. He's holding um, Right in front of my client's face. <laughs> and, I mean, we're talking about, like, six inches away from my face that this <laughs> thing was. And, and so I obviously jumped up and then I, I was, it, you know, it, hindsight, it's hilarious. <laughs> it In is, the moment, it is definitely. Oh, he's at the moment, like. I was petrified, you know. <laughs> I was like apologizing profu- profusely to my client, like, thank God she w- she has a great sense of humor, right? <laughs> she had a wonderful sense of humor. and uh, But yeah, no, dead cat. We had to... That's up there. That was bad. That's up there. <laughs> that was a yeah. bad one. <sighs> Never nice. Good old yeah. crawl space stories. Oh, crawl yeah. Space exactly. Crawl space stories. Yeah. That's always good stuff. A lot of... Uh, those are stories that a lot of other places in the country don't have to deal with. Yeah. You know, based on the homes we have built here. Yeah. So uh, they're always good ones. Yeah. I... Uh, the first thing that came to my mind was... Um, it, it was my first year in the business, and I had this client. He was super cool guy, really laid back. Um, and we'd seen quite a few properties and he kind of had a knack for choosing properties that like weren't necessarily in the best neighborhood. I I think he was, and he ended up buying like a nice house in a great neighborhood. I don't know if he was just kind of curious, like where his money would go and like maybe in a fixer or or whatever he was into. So we are showing homes one day. Uh, I think we had like five on the schedule and we come up to this one and, um, I'm walking towards the door and I can smell marijuana and I'm like, okay. And I don't say anything. Cause I'm like, you know, I don't want to offend him or, you know, and again, it's my first, it was like my first couple months. And so I'm just like, I'm just going to like pretend I don't smell anything. Or I'm just not going to mention it. And so <laughs> I open the door and I mean, it's overwhelming. And still, I don't say anything. And he's not saying anything. He's kind of a quiet guy. And we start touring the home. And you know, you just get this feeling like this weird, you know what it is. Just some bad vibes. Yeah, just a weird gut feeling. And, but again, I'm like, well, I don't want to seem like I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm just going to keep going and act like everything is normal. And we go upstairs, and all the bedrooms are closed. Um, which is always kind of weird, you know, looking back, like knowing what I know now, I'm like, 
why? You know, it's always it just a weird deal when you have to go and open every... It makes you take an extra step and kind of pause for a second to say, what am I about to walk into? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm. we're opening the doors, we're going in, rooms were normal, um, and so someone had definitely been smoking marijuana in the house. And so, you know, I, I don't really think anything of it. And then I, we get to the last bedroom door and I open the door and I walk into the room and he's like right behind me and there's someone asleep in the bed. Like... Totally <laughs> asleep. Casually taking a nap. I, <laughs> and that's where the smell was coming from, was coming from that room. I mean, it was like, and I just was like, we need, there's someone in the bed. We, we, we need to turn around. And my client beelined it out of the house. Like, he was terrified. And I wasn't really, like, feeling, like, scared. I'm like, I just don't want to wake this guy up who is probably coming out of one hell of a slumber (laughs) to be surprised by, you know, a stranger in his house. That's a rude awakening. It was, yeah. And I I don't really think like the situation sunk in until like hours later where I'm like, he could have woken up at any time when we were looking through the house and been totally freaked out. Um, And so now I'm always a little cautious. Learning from experience. Yeah, yeah. There's a new experience every week, and if we don't learn from it, we're in trouble very, yeah. very quickly. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. Me? Yeah. Uh, good or bad? Wh- which one? I mean, what? <laughs> I don't know if ours are really bad. They're just stories. Uh, so I had a guy. Um, I'll give you one of each. So yeah. uh, a guy reached out to me when I was in England 2021 for Christmas, and he said, hey, does Harvey? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. How can I help? So, turns out he knew. I went to obviously went to school back home for secondary school up till when I was 18. Mm-hmm. And a kid that I went to school with, his name was Ross. He moved to the Midwest. Now, he this guy Greg knew Ross, and he asked Ross if he knew anyone who worked in real estate in the Vancouver area. Yeah, I'll connect you with this guy. So he calls me when I'm back in England. Turns out. He owns um, the firework place up I-5, just okay. off Highway 99. Yeah. He closed an all-cash deal at 285 in two days. And I was ecstatic. That's amazing, like, oh, yeah. We did some stat padding at the end of that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> deal to the list. Um, and we kind of took away from that one of always, you never know where your connections are coming totally. from. Totally. You just never know who knows. I mean, that was England, well, Scotland to England to the Midwest to Vancouver. That's so cool. Which was kind of ridiculous yeah. in itself. Wild. It was wild. Um, but yeah, there's there's definitely been some other ones. There's definitely been yeah. some <laughs> not so great ones. But most of the most of the stories that we have is we are we fully believe what's meant to be is meant to be mm-hmm. with your home search. Yeah. yeah. If it's the right house it will come back to you if you miss out on it or mm-hmm. you'll get it. Um, and I used the one actually yesterday as a good example too. Because we've been looking for nearly two years with this client. Yeah. They moved from Seattle here when the market shifted. Terrible timing. And they just felt like a big gut punch. Mm-hmm. And they kept missing out, missing out. And they haven't even looked at a house in six months because nothing has... He's kind of looking at it saying, I can't justify paying this much money for this. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just where the market is right now. That's kind of the way things have gone. But we finally found one yesterday. That's huge. Which is great. Ten other offers competing think the big thing about that was the or a big help was we knew the listing agent too that's that's huge and i don't think enough people put as should i say as bigger emphasis as they should on the relationships between agent to agent yeah in this area not just agent to client and all the above but the collaborative environment that we have to have yeah because at the end of the day if you have that everybody's going to be successful mm-hmm. here as well and we had one with a different client in 2021, and they put an offer day one on a listing. It was listed at 625. They offered 700 on day one with 30K in appraisal protection. And the listing agent, uh, let's just say it was a discount brokerage, let's put it that way. <laughs> uh, she called me, back, called me and said, can you up that? And they had a trust fund, so they could just with the numbers, sure. sign it around in an hour, yeah, no problem. So we doubled it to 60. I texted, I said, hey, we've doubled it. Are we good to go? Can we get this Can we get this done? No response. Called her to voicemail. 
the next morning she sends me an email saying we didn't get the house and I'm sitting there thinking what's going on here this is ridiculous and uh, we ended up losing the clients because of that because they blamed us oh yeah and I said that unfortunately as soon as I saw that email come in I called her and she had just sent me that 10 seconds before didn't answer the phone oh yeah text her didn't respond email didn't respond I've had this very experience it's so yeah. frustrating it's recently yeah. yeah it's so frustrating and it comes back comes back around in circles at that point yeah it will always come back that agent made an offer with a client on one of our listings towards the end of last year and we're never going to say no to the right of offer course, for a seller of but course. you also know that if there's competition there who do you trust more based on the Absolutely. relationship you've been building yeah if you're just going to alienate people what's going to come yeah. from that yeah um, and I think that was one of the big ones so let's let's the communication between between agents is probably the biggest thing I've I've learned in this industry that you have to take care of that mm-hmm. um, because if we aren't on the same page you know in a, in a transaction um, then then nothing's gonna happen good right it's it's gonna be clunky um, nobody's gonna feel good about the the situation it might fail you know mm-hmm. had much better o- odds of failing mm-hmm. in that case um, but there's there's typically a middle ground that you can find and we just have to be talk talk it out um, be willing to have the conversation is the first step at that point if you're exactly. not willing to see it from everybody's side yeah everybody's exactly. point of view it's never going to go anywhere yeah it's, this isn't an it's not a numbers business right like it is but it's not it, there's more relationship in this business than there is anything else mm-hmm. right you can get a lot done with a good relationship and i think we really you know pride ourselves you know whenever we're we're in um a transaction with another agent i always try to say look we're we're working towards the same goal we both want this to happen for our clients so let's just you know make sure that we know that we're on the same team yeah. you know <laughs> we really are at the end of the day and so figure out a way to work together yeah i think as soon as people try creating too much competition in that scenario yeah it's a disaster for everybody at that point oh because like you said everybody wants the same thing yeah and it just feels icky i mean there's nobody wants to be at odds with somebody like that no nobody wants that um well my last question for you guys is what have you thought since the merger last year because obviously we coming from the hassan side um it's been eye-opening for us and mm-hmm. there's certain things we're still trying to get to grips with how have you guys felt about the merger yeah i think do you want to go go ahead start it off. <laughs> um, i was really excited when we got the news completely genuinely like excited um i you know cascade sotheby's started in bend and they have a really strong presence there and then we we opened Vancouver and Portland at the same time, but Portland really took off. Um, and so Vancouver has always kind of been slow to start. And I really believe in this brand um, and our, our ownership. Um, we, we've had a really special relationship with them, um, our franchise ownership. And so when, when we found the news, it was like, well, of course, I, I think I remember saying, I'm like, Hassan and Sotheby's what a perfect marriage like this is going to be great and um, we had worked with Lee in the past and we had worked with Amelie in the past um, and so we knew of some of you and it just felt so exciting having that caliber come and join us and and I I kind of had the I mean rose-colored glasses call it whatever you want to call it but I was like this is going to be so good and it to me it has been um you know, it's just been so good co- being able to collaborate with people and collaborate with like-minded people. Yeah, yeah, and, and I w- had just been working with Steve Studley. Yeah. Uh, we ended up not putting oh, yeah. anything together. Yeah. But I, I was I was working. I'll, I'll step really in a little closer <laughs> here. I was working with him trying to. Um, he had a listing that I had some clients that were interested in. Mm-hmm. They en- they ended up not going with it, and that's okay. But um, being able to talk with him and um, you know, the communication, just being able to call him and have a conversation with an agent and a good one. Yeah. I mean, we can all say Steve's a great <laughs> agent. Um, it, was, it was really cool to be like, all of a sudden we're, we're coming together 
yeah. and then I see him running our, our meetings, right? And then I think it was the second meeting that we were in with mm-hmm. with Hassan. At the 6th Street office. At the 6th yeah. yeah. Street office, and it was Hassan Sotheby's coming together, and and uh, Steve's brought up a, a piece of land that he had. And I had somebody that I'd been looking for for, like, two, three years at that point that it was perfect for them, you know? So um, bringing us all together is, is just created such a uh, an awesome real estate company. We're, you know, the, we're able to bounce ideas off each mm-hmm. other. We, you know, mm-hmm. you have a listing coming up. I probably – I might have a buyer for it, you know, yeah. and it's really good to be able to be, talk that out. Yeah, absolutely. I think the, uh, the culture mesh – is the great, the best yeah. matchup anyone could have asked for. Yeah. And I know there was talk on the Hassan side for a while of, of looking for the perfect partner. Mm-hmm. And um, I think everybody nailed it. Yeah. With this, with this, I really do. Yeah, I would agree. So for the rest of the year, what advice are you giving to buyers and sellers? Ooh. Um. <laughs> it's changing, right? Yeah. I mean, it's every, every week's different, but I think that the biggest thing is to stay the course, right? Mm-hmm. Um, your situation is your situation, right? Yeah. If it's right for you to sell your house or to buy a house, then let's do the right things to make that happen. Yeah. Um, but th- there's no time in the market. Yeah. You know, that let's just make let's do the right work up front so that we're prepared when the right situation comes. And you'll you'll know the house, right? Yeah. We all know when we take somebody into a house and they glow, yeah, because it's the perfect house for them. Yeah, you know instantly yeah. at that point. There's, there's no, to, particularly if you've got to know them well as well. Um, you know instantly if it's the right one, or at least if it's close. Yeah, yeah. And I think setting expectations is always important, regardless of the market. And you know, what we're here to be. Step, you know, first thing is advocates for our clients. We're here to advocate for them regardless of market conditions and now more than ever educate them on what's happening. And nobody has a crystal ball. Nobody knows what's going to happen. But like Houston said, if it's right for you, then you should do it. And luckily we're in a place now more than ever that it's likely you do have some, uh, you know, equity in your home. And what a good place to be. You know, it may not be as much as last summer, but that's come and gone, you know. Never, and then, never coming back. Yeah, and that's okay. You know, think of the equity you do have. Don't think about what you lost if you would have sold last year. Um, and I, I think just knowing that and, and you know, we are luckily in uh, where we're at in southwest Washington. We are in a place that people are still coming, and they're coming in droves. And yep. you know, it's not slowing down. yeah, I it, regardless of interest rates or you know, outside factors that we have no control over. Um, I, I think sometimes looking, you know, more in what's happening in your life rather than what's going on in the outside world is really important to keep in perspective. And to add on to that, you know, we're not even we haven't even fully grown yet. Mm-hmm. There's so much yeah. that Clark County. I mean, we're growing. Yeah. We haven't hit the ceiling yet, Not you know. Close. So um, it's just going to continue happening. And, there, you know, I think that people need to be here. Yeah. yeah. I like here. Yeah. You know, I don't want to <laughs> leave here. I'm very glad but I work with people who like being here as much as I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys' time. Thank you. Um, thanks for stopping by. It's been great to chat to you. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we almost had... You always had a client who was timing it to with our listing up on. Yeah, 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 just missed you. Yeah. Just missed <laughs> it. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we get a deal together soon. But definitely, uh, all the best for the year, and thanks for stopping by. You as well. Thank, Thank you, you Harvey. Appreciate it.